the TurboCast. Hello and welcome to the TurboCast. I am J-Rod Toasterfig, and with me today we have... Bad Thoughts. And we have our two guests, which is Twitches and Static Torch. How are you doing, fellas? Ho! Oh. Ho! Oh. Ho! Oh. Tally-ho! Oh. <laughs> How about we do it one at a time? Yes. Yeah, who's supposed to go first? That's what was kind of like hesitant. We are yeah. good at this. All right, we'll do it. We'll do it in alphabetical order. Static, how are you? Oh, I am. I'm doing all right right now. Um, I suppose this is the part where I talk about myself. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about perhaps uh, your favorite games, shit like that. Things people might want to know about. Right, right. Because it's just so interesting. Well. Um, I have been around since pre-VGA days, which is something that I actually don't see much of in the Turbo Club. People who have been there for, like, back when VGA was still being filmed. Well, I was te- I was technically around before VGA as well. I mean, I was alive then. <laughs> That's yeah. cheating. That doesn't count. You oh. know, being a fan and all. Oh. AVG. You, uh, AVG to the full life and all shit. Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, but, um... So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody! Show is on a Favorite roll! Game. Yes, Favorite game. Um, I can't really name any favorite games. I mean, I guess I am a Sonic fan. Okay. Of more retro Sonic games. Um, okay. You don't the- like Sonic 06? No. no. Oh, for Christ's sake. Why does no one like that game? Sonic 06? There's just something about it. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me, I like. It's not like it was rushed in development or anything, I mean, that couldn't be it. No, it sir. didn't have possibly the worst voice acting of all time, certainly not. Have the most glitches of all time. Mm. And Fraser certainly not that. And Fraser found all of them. <laughs> All of them. At one. Yes. At the same. About all the things that are glitches. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure if, like, he ever played that game on the show, then it would just... Something, like, the calamity... Like, some sort of calamity would happen, and just, like... Satan's portal will just open up on the couch, and then just... Too many glitches at once in one place, because he can find glitches in unglitchable games. Yeah, I know. Uh, four swords. He'd put it in the Xbox. He'd put it in the Xbox, and the Xbox would just run screaming from the house. (laughs) The Xbox would just eat itself. Xbox has detected you want to play shitty game and run away. Nick has detected you aren't wearing pants. (laughs) I never wear pants. Yeah, that's that's actually a running joke on uh, Twitch's uh, stream that he never wears pants. And I just just knocked over. I just knocked I over a fucking can on my desk here. Hope that didn't make too much noise there. <laughs> That's well, it. really, you making a big deal out of it made more noise, so... <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Gosh, you must have hurt all of that! Fuck! <laughs> okay, then. So, uh, just... Turn, okay. Yeah. What was your favorite of the Sonic game staffing? Oh, um, damn. <laughs> I, 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 I can tell you the best one. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. That is a good one. That, that is amazing. I do love that game. But, um... I really thought of such. Static, we, we have gathered that you like Sonic. Uh, and while you haven't stated really your favorite Sonic game, you, you've leaned towards the earlier Sonics, sort of in the... What, what, what's your cutoff point where you say it's kind of a retro Sonic game? Do you say like uh, the, the 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 Genesis Sonic games? You, I would like say the... yeah, Genesis. But as far as good Sonic games go, I would say they stopped doing that at around right after Sonic Heroes. Mm. Mm. I never, Sonic. I've never played past past like three. So, oh, I, I don't Sonic Heroes seems like it seems like an okay game. It had a great concept, execution was iffy, but I I forever hate that game just for the intro song. Oh, oh, okay. oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. But the level music is good. The level design yeah. is it's fun. 
and but it's just that it, it was subpar, I guess, or par. Yeah. And they made Shadow the Hedgehog, which you know everyone. <laughs> That's a funny game. It, it all went downhill. Yeah. What I can't remember where, like there, there's a couple of different sort of. Through the course of, of the Sonic franchise, there have been many um, sort of anti-hero type characters that have popped up. Like there's there's the robot Sonic, there's Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, the robot Sonic is an anti-hero because he's a villain. Well, so. I mean, I mean, like sort of evil characters that kind of become cool in their own right. Kind of. like Knuckles. Is that Knuckles is a good example. Yeah, Knuckles was sort of the first. And I can't. I don't really remember the backstory behind the robot one. I know it was kind of. There, was, there were several of them. Yeah. Um, started. It was the first one was in Sonic Three, right? Yeah. Was it Sonic Two? I don't know. Robot I, I'm Sonic? just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because... Yeah. There's Robot Sonic. Then there's Robo Sonic and Mecha Sonic and Metal Sonic. There's there's. It's confusing. There's different. Sonic. Yeah. Silver Sonic and Sonic One. Sonic Two had. Oh, Mecha Sonic One. What? I didn't know he was in Sonic One. Yeah, he's like second to third to last boss if you count. Okay. Well, I've, all the I've, I've never really been much of a. I, all I know about Sonic is mainly from my friends because he was a Sonic fanboy as well. And yeah. It's, I, I, I don't know. I've I've been more of a Mario platform in terms of platforming style mm -hmm. gamer. Not that I hate Sonic. I can see the I can see the draw to it, but it's just I don't know. I used I used it to, play, to die. I used to play Sonic. <laughs> I used to play Sonic at a friend's house because I never owned a Sega Genesis growing up. I did own a Sega Game Gear, and I had a Sonic game for that. That was a lot of fun. Oh my god, my cousin had a Game Gear. I would play that whenever I went over, and then just one time, I it just disappeared. I'm you like, oh. You, you must have. You must have had. To, you it was the Sonic to, game in Echo the Dolphin. Yeah, you must I have had no to. Idea. I love Echo the Dolphin. You must have had to like change the batteries like three or four times while while you were at your friend's house with it because the thing, it took like. Oh. It took like six or eight batteries, and lasted maybe like four hours at most, depending on, like it. It was terrible for batteries. Beast to become. Yeah. Well, did, is that did the game get have Tail Sky Patrol? Yes, it, I think it did. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a really under underrated Sonic game. I really fucking like that game. I remember a really awesome Ren and Stimpy game for my Game Gear. I can't remember the name of it though, but it was Ren and Stimpy, so it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, static. Do you have anything more to add with regards to sort of your your our our, our Sonic the Hedgehog tangent here? No, no. Right. What's your favorite slash fiction? Oh. Slash <laughs> I would have to say. What's your shipping? What's your what's your favorite shipping? What's your no. what's your, what's your favorite uh, erotic fan fiction? Oh, um. Hmm. I could name out a few, not necessarily Sonic, but I, I know some terrible ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, one mainly one. The bitch, Sonic the Hedgehog, the story of how Tails got his name. Go. Single-handedly destroying the childhood of children across the globe. Right. Let's I, on I, witches. You don't want to yeah. hear how Knuckles got his name. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm oh. I'm systematically going all the theirs. You don't want to know how Sonic got his name. It just doesn't make sense. Anyone? No. It, it can it can make sense. Yeah. He can, he can go at super speedy. Right. He's in and out. It takes him two seconds. Forget thirty second cowboy. I, I give him about half a second. He can really move. He's got an attitude. He's the fastest thing alive. He's Sonic. Yeah, that's not really popular with the ladies. Alright. <laughs> so... Uh, all right. so <laughs> Twitches! Twitches! Uh, hey, that's me! <laughs> uh, twi uh, for, for those of you who don't know, um, Twitches uh -oh. and Static Torch are kind of a buddy-buddy a, a group. Um, kind of a big deal. Nah, yeah. the kind, kind of, of a big deal. Kind of internet, internet famous. Um, they are kind of at the forefront of the whole Turbo Club live, live streaming community thing. 
Not not that they're the first to do it in in any sense, but they are trying to sort of bring it together so it's more more of a cohesive community as opposed to just a bunch of individuals streaming. Um, and Twitch Twitches has one of the one of the well, I, I I guess I I'm not basing this on any statistics, but I was going to say one of the more popular uh, streaming channels, but I suppose that's just. I'm not, I'm not basing that on anything. It's just yours is one of the ones I've been catching regularly, <laughs> which is yeah, what makes it the most popular. I, 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 I usually I'll get forty viewers on a good night, you know, yeah. which is which is pretty good. I mean, yeah, I think twenty is about a, is a good solid number for average for me. Yeah, which in the, in the grand scheme of streamers, it's not that great, <laughs> but for Where our community, <laughs> it's it's pretty good and. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I like having numbers. Um, it's nice. Wait, your, your, your streams Twitch just tend to start just as I'm going to bed about 5 a.m. for me. That's part of the so problem. So I find them catch occasionally. Uh, yeah, I, I apologize for that. Oh, it's nice. I, it's my fault for living here. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's shame a, on you. There's a very loose affiliation between um, the, the Turbo channel, like... Uh, the Turbo Streaming Channel and the Turbo Club uh, YouTube channel in the sense that we've always talked we about we, we, we both use the Turbo name and we've always sort of talked about working closely together and it always is just sort of be like oh um well we'll, we'll refer to each other and you know <laughs> we plug each other in yeah we, we plug each other in the butt <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we still need to link the YouTube account to uh, the Turbo Club channel. Yeah. I think that that would be a big part of it, um, as well as the get the Twitter officially connected as get, well. Get the Twitters going. Get, Twitters. Get get rolling. Twits. The, yeah. Twats. Get the, the Twits. Now, sir, I I do not appreciate your lewd description of twats. I, <laughs> your twits and twats. That's aimed. Have no place on this no, podcast. Actually, I think during one of the uh, tournaments a while back for TF2, I like, I think my name, our, our, my team name, because I was the team captain, was Twits. And I'm just like, you know what? And I just changed it to Twats because I was feeling particularly immature that day. And then <laughs> I was going against Dark Avenger, and he's like, oh, come on, really, Twitches? Uh, you know, I'm going to have to change my name to Dork Avenger now. And this is like, we'll do it. <laughs> It all makes sense all of a sudden, all these jokes that I'm missing out. This, this makes perfect sense. This yep. explains everything. That explains e everything. It explains all the things. Let's let's not even talk about what that's a reference to. That explains everything. That explains everything. That explains everything. So Twitches. Yes. Twitches. Twitches. Uh, that's me. Um, I believe I it is time for me to ask you, for the first time, uh... And not is, the second. And not the second. Dude, that, that we, no. we would not have any sort of technical mishaps. That would never happen on this show. No, sir. No. Never. Um, never. what would be one of your favorite video games? Well, that question kind of comes down to two things, whether my favorite video game of all time or my favorite at the moment. As for all time, my favorite game is Metroid Prime for the GameCube, the first one. Good choice, good choice. It's a very good game. Great. Excellent. Ret it, it's the reason that Retro Studios is, along with Valve, are my favorite, is my favorite uh, game company. Valve is pretty awesome. Oh, I know. Well, Valve. I'm just gonna start humping their legs as soon as they announce the Steam box, when that ever comes out. Ooh. Yeah, it has to eventually, I guess. Oh, yeah, there there have been leaked pictures of the prototype. There have been leaked pictures of every single console ever made, and I'm always disappointed by the, the real console designs they come out with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Uh. Back, back on uh, Metroid Prime, I guess, uh, it's, it's such a solid game. I mean... There's so much atmosphere. The um, there's a really strong narrative in it. If or I mean, but it's one of those things. You can play through the game just for the action, 
or you can play through the story if you want. That's what I love about the uh, scanning the uh, different logs because there's so much like minute details about the story, which you can get or just skip over if you want to. And there's a and lot it's of falls hard as well, <laughs> which is always oh, nice. oh yeah, actually, kind of on the uh, subject of the uh, of my stream. That was the first game that I did a full playthrough of, and I did it on hard mode. Jesus. Ooh. So you oh, did man. it on Super Fraser mode. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Mm. I can barely I, make I got frustrated. The Omega Pirate was a bitch. Did did you rage quit? No, I didn't. I I've I, I raged No, I mean no, I didn't rage quit Earth Groom Gym 3D. <laughs> most definitely didn't. I beat that game 100%. Does it count? As, I have no reason to go back to it. Does it count Oops. as rage quitting if you rage quit and then return to it like months later? Hmm. I think I, I guess think so. it's it's kind of like an individual. It's more like rage retire, and then coming out of retirement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> rage take a break from. But no, um, actually, I don't know. I I. But that first stream, it's where I started to really get my bearings as a. Uh, as a streamer and get kind of got my identity of and style, I guess you could say. So, Twitches, uh, you, you are a master of the internets. Uh, you have a YouTube <laughs> channel. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that YouTube channel? Um, it's it's a bit in shambles right now. Um, I'm still trying to get it organized. Um, I'm I've started to upload the uh, most recent Pokemon Stadium tournament on there, but mm. uh, I have a. Uh, highlight on there. Probably my favorite moment from my entire Metroid Prime stream and it's uh, basically kind of the, the context of it is that I just started the stream and Bench everyone knows Bench. He hacks and all that all that stuff and blows you up in TF2. You know him. Bench! But, um, bench! Bench! Bench, bench warmer. <laughs> that's, is... that's, that's usually how you hear his name. Yeah. God damn it, Bench! And you're shaking That's, your fist. Yes, with you shaking your fist, well, what's left of it at least. <laughs> what parts haven't been gibbed. It's just rolling but... on the floor. <laughs> so yeah, ben exactly. Benchwarmer is one of, is one of the uh, regulars on Twitch's streams. And he's the he's the, the butt of many jokes. And the joke of many yeah. butts. Much like you, Test. Ah. He's but yeah. Um basically what happened is that he just came in and he's like, oh, did, you just started without me. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, here, I'll, I'll kind of... And I tried to catch him up on what he missed, and it was just kind of a mini-boss, and then I just... I did this thing, and they're like, is that your mating dance? I'm like, yes, that, that is. And, I, and I'll do it for Bench and Bench alone, and if you hear people talking about my mating dance, that's where that stems from. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like... Oh, oh no, um, static... Static Torch, Twitches, uh, the, the two of them are... are like video the, Yeah, the two of them lack of video games, and... Uh, like video games. Cool stuff. And they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, and they're doing, the, they're doing the whole streaming thing. They're trying to make the streaming community something cohesive, as I've said before. And we're kind of trying to work with them in, in uh, some capacity. Whether it be just, you know, licking their boots. Cross promotion. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, <laughs> cross promotion. Cross promotion. Boot licking. <laughs> Fluffing. Ah. <laughs> Fluffing. Yes. Well, if, if someone's got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if there's one pack in there, it's fluffing. But yeah, you guys should check them out. The um, the Turbo streaming channel is just uh, twitch.tv slash Turbo Club. That's it, right? Or is it the Turbo Club? Yep. Yes. Turbo Club. Just Turbo Club. Okay. Turbo Club. Yeah, Turbo Club. Yeah, that's that's where, we, where you'll find tw Twitches has his own uh, uh, channel. Yes, but I have my own channel. You'll find him. You can multiple other people as well as links to people's individual accounts on that uh, Turbo Club channel. So check it out. It's pretty fucking awesome. It'll it'll blow your mind. I guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee some major mind blowing going on if you go there. Yep. And maybe some other kind of blowing. Yes. <clears throat> no promises. Yeah, especially, especially if it's uh, my stream, because we, we we have some pretty crazy times there. I know. But, it's crazy. 
What what happens in my stream stays in my stream. <laughs> Wait, I just ah, oh, damn it! I just broke my own rule. What what was your rule? <laughs> dance. I broke my own rule. Okay. Because you're left, a rebel. It left my stream. You're you're. A I'm rebel. a rebel. You're a rebel. I break my own rules. With a rebel yell. Okay. Nobody. <laughs> right. I I I I know I've heard that at the back of my head, but I don't know where it's from. Billy Idol. Oh, okay. From from the song from the song of the same title. Yeah, Rebel Yell. <laughs> she cried more, more, more. The only the only one I know by him is White Wedding. Nasty for a white, white wedding. Start again. <laughs> Rock the cradle of love. <laughs> By the way, that wasn't a Billy Idol question. <laughs> Rock the cradle of love. We're getting yeah, didn't sound like one. What the fuck? Alright, so, main topic. It's time for the main topic, people. Oh yeah, we've got a main topic. Let's get fucking serious now. The shit just got real. Um, main topic, as, as suggested by our guests. Uh, <laughs> things that uh, game developers do that get your panties in a knot, that grind your gears. I, I prefer to call it um, game de game devs do's and do not do's. <laughs> <laughs> Open brackets also publishes closed brackets. It really feels like there would be a way to shorten that, but I can't for the life of me think of it. Do's and do not do's of game development. Do do's, do dot, do do do's, yeah. do 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 We are staying on topic, boys. This is this is for us, actually. We we did actually just now. We we're getting on a tangent. We haven't even gotten to the topic yet. This is a bad sign. So um. Twitches, you were the one who who initially suggested this topic, so maybe you should start us off. Yup. Okay, well, I guess kind of uh, what a bad thought said before. Uh, this kind of extends out to publishers, too. And In fact, I think mainly what I was kind of going for was uh, publishers. Mm -hmm. But um, something that really, really, really gets on my noibs. Noibs? Uh, yeah, my noibs. Uh, not not my nerves, my noibs. There's <laughs> that that's when you know it's bad. Noibs. <laughs> my noibs. Um like I said <laughs> I I guess this is kind of like this could be like directed especially towards uh Capcom. I knew Capcom was gonna come up. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you did the thing to about three hours before. <laughs> oh boy. Uh. <laughs> But no, uh, they don't know how to how the fuck to use DLC, and they they don't use it right. And when they do use it, they abuse it. Um, day one DLC. Yeah. No, no. Content that's on the disc, which you have to purchase separately, which they call quote unquote DLC. No. See, I I I, I, I don't mean to cut you off too soon, but I could get behind day one DLC if it's like one, if it's not on disc content, and two, if it's like pre-order bonus stuff that will be available to the general public further down the line, kind of like um... Pre-order is different yeah, but it's, yeah. the, it's the point of DLC, I love DLC, but it's just misused so much this day these yeah. days, because it's, it's a way to support the game later on after it's been, after it's released and the point is they're purposely leaving out content if it's day one DLC. Yeah. If it's a pre-order bonus, that's a little bit different. I can yeah. I can understand that. Like the like the in um in uh, Arkham Asylum, the the Joker's uh, didn't didn't they have like some some DLC where like from if you pre-ordered you could play as the Joker or something like that? Yeah, in Arkham Asylum. Was, you got the Joker's yeah, mask. Asylum, I think not in City. No, not yeah, not um, City. It was back with Arkham Asylum. I think it was something to do with Joker. Playthrough, play and it was stuff that you could get eventually anyway. But it, I'm pretty sure there was some. I, I might be completely all wrong here. Like I might be remembering. No, wrong, no, I, but... I, you could play as yeah. You, you, you're you're right. Certain yeah. maps, and you could play as the Joker. Yeah, 
Yeah. I remember... It's actually funny that you brought up um, Arkham City slash Asylum, because that was the first game that I really had to look at all the different places to see what the pre-order bonuses were, because it was hard for me to to, uh, decide, because there are so many places with so many different things. Mm -hmm. I ended up going with uh, Best Buy, because I had the... I mean, sure, I could have gotten it later, but they had um, the Robin... DLC where you could get you could play as Robin, um, which I thought was pretty cool, and it was only challenge mode, but still. And you also, you also got map packs with it, mm-hmm. some challenge mode maps. And with GameStop, you got you got a a movie, I think, and a yeah. map. Yeah. So I, I got um, I ordered it off Amazon, and it came with Gotham Dark Knight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just- a lot of in a lot of. Um, the main bonus for a lot of it were uh, different skins, but you can get all of those now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And that's what I like about promotional um, DLC is if, like, I have nothing against them doing promotional DLC where, like, if you pre-order, you get this before everybody else. So long as that stuff is made available to the general public down the road, anyway. I hate I hate when there's promotional material that is made available and is never available again after that. Like, uh, I think. There's, there's, like, event items you can get in, like, um, a lot of MMOs, where yeah. if you yeah. don't get it during that event, you, you the only other way to get it is to, like, trade with people for it, which can be a pain in the ass, but... Hats! 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't like, um, exclusive event items in any type of game. I prefer... I prefer when when event items are just sort of um, you 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 get them before everybody else basically. So it's kind of a status symbol for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then people get bored of it. Yeah. And once everybody gets bored of it, that's when everyone else can get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I I kind of disagree. I I like event items like that. Um. It just it it's I guess it's kind of a status symbol. Yeah. In a, to an extent, I, I I don't know I I have mixed feelings about it, but I guess for the most part I like it because if you miss it, you hate it. If you get it, you're like, oh man, no one else is going to have this, and it, you know it just you, there's a bit of a you have a bit of more pride in it. Mm-hmm. I guess it I guess, it kind, I, of de- I guess it kind of depends on what the item is. Like if it's yeah. if it's something yeah. kind of like the hats in in Team Fortress Two where they really don't do anything, then it doesn't matter anyway. It's, yeah, it's just for cosmetic pur- I I'm fine with it as long as it's for cosmetic purposes. Yeah. If it was if like they a- had an event weapon um that you could only get, I would hate that because in yeah. TF2 I am obsessive about having every weapon. Yeah. <laughs> like at least function wise. Yeah. So, um yeah. We, we I I could definitely get behind you with like some of the complaints about Capcom's misuse of DLC and their miscategorization of on-disc content as DLC. That's <laughs> by definition, it is not downloadable if it's already on the disc. If it, Get it, I, there you go. You, you could say that the whatever key or whatever that you're downloading to unlock it is the DLC, but the actual content itself is not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so they win on semantics. Yeah, yeah. The DL the DLC is the thing that you download that tells your system that it's okay to play what's on the disc. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, absolute shit. But the data—that's what bothers me. Yeah, it's just you have it, but you can't use it. It's you kind, have it's, to pay extra. It's it's kind of like if you won a free car, and then had to buy the keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, and it's. And kind of on that, the the way that they could be using it, like, the whole Ultimate versus Marvel Capcom 3, like, the whole controversy about that, because it was six months later, and, you know, that content could have been DLC. It didn't have to be an entirely new game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's, and it's, it's an old business practice they need to get rid of, and if they're going to use the new business practice, they need to use it right. Yeah. They should, they should, essentially, they should not release a new game, like a full, full on-disc game, unless they've, 
like drastically re redone the engine or something like that, where it's it it's not exactly. yeah like it's a different it shouldn't framework. Just be characters and game modes. It shouldn't be that at all. Yeah, because that's something that could be easily added in later. Yeah, like with heavy rain, how they added in move compatibility for free. Yeah, after yeah exactly. They're releasing it as a new game. Yeah. Wait, did they release it as a new game? I thought no, they, they didn't. Oh, okay. I thought they, I... they did release a move edition, but if you already owned it, then you could just download the yeah. move compatibility. Which is totally awesome, as well as they actually kind of did a half-decent job of incorporating move functionality. It's not just sort of tacked on. Or at least that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what it looked like anyway. Watch it, watching Fraser play, it looked, it looked like it was well-integrated, I suppose. It, it is. Yeah. From, yeah. you know... I don't get. I don't get. I don't get. I don't get motion controls at all. It's what that's one of the things that annoys me about developers. They're shoehorning in um, such obvious gimmicks, and that's a very that's a very age-old complaint. Yeah. Well, it's one that keeps cropping up because it's a legitimate one, as far as I'm concerned. You you mentioned that you mentioned this earlier before we started recording, and I would definitely agree that too many developers are shoehorning. Um, shoehorning in uh, move, move uh, and motion control stuff into games that don't need it. Like, um, what was... Wasn't it at, like, the last E3 that most of the consoles didn't have any non-motion control games to showcase? It was mostly all stuff uh, with the with the Kinect and, and PlayStation Move. Well, there were certainly big presentations yeah. with a lot uh, is... Kinect Move games and Wii games. Yeah. I like... But it's... The thing, the thing is, like, like with Heavy Rain, for example, you know, I guess it it makes sense on a on a very on a technical level, but on another technical level, it kind of it doesn't because the point of video games is to be immersive, and um, waving your arms about like some spastic is just taking you out of the experience. It's just reminding you I, sitting on a couch. It depends on the game. I'll disagree. I have to disagree with that. I mean, that's it's something that depends on the individual and. For me, yeah. I, I personally like motion controls. I can see the problem with it because, especially in earlier on in Wii games, they were forced in and they felt gimmicky, but I mean, it was still possible to use them without it being too much. Like, No More Heroes is the perfect example of it, I think. A good um, or bad? Actually, No More good. Heroes. No More Heroes. I played that on PS3, and it doesn't work with the PS3 controller <laughs> as well as yeah. it works with... Um, that's 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 certainly an exception to the to the rule that I I, well, I mean there's always going to be exceptions to the rule no matter yeah. what. I think I think motion controls are something that's kind of here to stay. I just don't want developers to use it be, when they. I, I don't, don't want, need to. Yeah, I don't want developers to feel compelled to use it when they don't need to. I'm fine with them developing games that utilize motion controls, but don't take a game concept that's been in development for like half a year and then decide at that point oh let's put some motion controls into it to make it snappy and, and, and fancy and, and, and cool because <laughs> that, that's what the kids want these days is is to move and, and the things as long as they keep an option to use controllers in games I guess I'll be happy yeah I'll, and I'll, I'll agree with that because I like motion controls, but I don't like them everywhere. Yeah. I, I like I like having my controller too. Sky, Skyward Sword, I can see why that totally makes sense as yeah. a as um something that uses motion controls. But I, it's my it's my own te it's my own prejudice really. I just don't like them, so I couldn't envision enjoying yeah. it unless I had a controller in my hand. Yeah, yeah, that's that was actually something that kind of irks me. But like, because people are like, oh. Yeah, Skyward looks Skyward Sword looks pretty good, I guess. But I'd only played if it was a controller. But the thing is, it wouldn't work if it was a controller because it was yeah. built around the motion controls. The game wasn't, the motion controls weren't thrown in. Yeah, and that's what makes it, it a good tough. example of like it. It's a good example of a game that was developed from the ground up to utilize motion controls, and succeeds at it for the most part. Yeah, like yeah. And as long as, as long as you like them in the first place. Yeah, and it's one of those games where you know if you're not one who likes motion controls, you just don't get it. it there are plenty. I'm, of I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite happy to just watch the stream and watch Fraser play through it all and really yeah. enjoy the story. So long as 
so long as not all the future Zelda games use <laughs> motion controls, like if they made it so that every uh, Zelda game from here on in used motion controls, that would piss a lot of people off. Because I'm sure there's yeah, a lot, there are I can see that. there's a lot of Zelda fans who are like, well, you know, nothing. I, I like the idea, but I want my standard Zelda game next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could you could play Twiglet Princess with the GameCube controller. Twi like. Twiglet Princess. Twiglet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's yeah. actually interesting. Um, I'm probably thinking about uh doing. I, I might stream Twilight Princess. Soon. Oh, that's that's brilliant. It's my second favorite 3D Zelda game. I'm actually it's actually probably my least favorite. <laughs> really. <laughs> I'm actually getting, I'm actually getting a little Zelda out by uh, by like Fra like Fraser recently finished doing uh, doing um, Skyward Sword, Skyward Sword, and uh, now they're doing Four Swords, which I you don't like very much. Yeah, it's more of a it's more for the multiplayer experience than I know, but it being a game. I know, but I it's feel. like almost almost every four player Friday is Four Swords now, and it makes them very samey. <laughs> it's it's that or Mario Party Nine. There's got to be other four-player games they can drum up. <laughs> I, is, oh yeah, they they, they, they have a pretty big backlog. Oh, they did do um, Forgot Rayman Origin. I was so happy they did. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was yeah. a great show. Good game. I guess I guess those are the, the like that and that and uh, Mario Party are the only ones they have costumes for. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um. Another thing, another thing that uh, Bad Thoughts brought up before the recording that I would definitely, I would definitely agree with him one hundred percent on this, which is the use of three D in games, especially, especially in my opinion, especially console games, not not like three DS, but standalone consoles. There's, there's, there's also there's another technical reason why that doesn't work because, like I was playing, um, my, my I went up to my uncle's and he's got a big three D TV and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was playing one of those motor storm style games where you're on a quad bike and you're driving across the desert and it's all in 3D. But 3D has this habit of making everything look really small. Um, so mm. it just felt like you were pushing a toy car across a sandbox. I find 3D really not anti-immersive, in my opinion, because I find 3D is not convincing to me. Um, <laughs> it actually... This is entire. This is entirely another technical prejudice. If you like 3D, I know. Then. I know, but yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm actually. <laughs> I'm not embracing. Uh -oh. the, I'm not embracing the 3D movie movement, and I don't want to have to buy a 3D TV just to play games. So as, yeah. as long as as long as games continue to have the option to play it without 3D and doesn't require me to buy a yeah. 3D TV, I, I, I'm fine. But yeah. the second a game decides, oh. You need a 3D TV to play me. I'm gonna punch that game in the face because that game has yeah. that game has a face. Although, well, it they, has to, it's, it's kind of interesting with the 3D technology. They've done something with it was Sony. I can't. And what you can do is you can play um, a two-player game full screen on the TV with the 3D glasses, which is a really cool concept, I think. Mm -hmm. And I kind I kind of I, I I tried it out. Um, at the store just to see what it was like, and it, it works fairly well. I mean, it, it it probably has a ways to go before it's perfect, I guess, but still, it's just amazing that they're able to do that, I think. Oh yeah, it is yeah, amazing. It does, like, it does look pretty good. What they have it's, 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 it's in 2D, but it's like using the 3D technology, if that makes sense. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just very skeptical of 3D. I don't find it makes this, the experience any more real than it already is so i just this is this is, this is just toaster and bad thoughts bitch about we're, we're old people <laughs> okay what's all right i'll i'll go ahead and your new fan your new fangled cyber typewriters and your and your <laughs> rocket powered rocking chairs you're really obsessed <laughs> with channeling christopher your hula hoops <laughs> your hula hoops I don't even know what accent I'm channeling most of the time. Yo, yo, hula hoops, they crazy. Crazy! It, it, oh. No, that's oh. shit. Yeah, um... But no, I... I'm actually... I actually like 3D. I, In terms of movies, I usually see them in 2D. If it's a movie that 
is supposed to be good in 3D, I'll go see it. Or if it's one that I really want to support. Yeah. As long as it wasn't one that was just where they threw 3D on in post, I'm usually behind it. Yeah. Um, in terms of gaming, I it's one of those things... I, I thought it was kind of a neat gimmick at first, but now... I don't know. With my 3DS, I almost have... I pretty much have to play with the 3D on now, because it just... I feel that the depth really does add to the graphics. Okay. It's... It makes... I don't know. I turns them into... I've never, I've, ne- I've never even touched the 3DS, so that may be a completely different experience from the experiences yeah. I've had with 3D at the movies and on a huge tally. Maybe in... It, oh, yeah, definitely. I haven't touched definitely. a 3DS, but I have touched someone touching a 3DS. <laughs> at the same time. What were you doing? Were you just kind of like putting your hand on your shoulders like, son, why are you playing that? Turn that sl- 3D slider down or I will mug you. And come with me. I've got some sweets in my van. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So call me Uncle J Rod. <laughs> Uncle J Rod. But no, actually, that's kind of a a bit of a, going on a bit of a tangent of um, a bit of a tangent. Well, that's not tangenting enough it's for a nice, us. It's a nice segue into kind of my current favorite game, I guess. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, but um. Going is uh, Kid Icarus Uprising and oh, been, yeah. oh God, that game is so good. It's um, Mashiro Sakurai um, worked on it, who's made all the Kirby games, Super Smash Bros, Kirby Air Ride, and it has a very similar feel to them, definitely. Cool. Um, but there's so much more depth in that game than I initially expected. I was I've never just... played the original Kid Icarus, so like the nostalgia aspect is, has nothing on me, but. I've been hearing a lot of good things about the game, so I'm like, okay, if I do get a 3DS down the road, Kid Icarus is probably one of those ones I'll pick up. It's I I barely played it. I just kind of played it on Virtual Console, you know, I on my friend's Virtual Console. It's a tough fucking game. I used oh, to, I used to have it just on an emulator on my laptop. Yeah, it is it brutal. Was just... <laughs> it's a meme. For the but longest... it's it's I can't say it's nostalgia that was that really brought me into it. It looks like a good game. And I guess kind of the everyone says this. The only real downside I, I have to say are the controls. It's not, and it really, it's not the controls. It's the ergonomics of the 3DS itself, because it's because it's really it's like a perfectly cut out square, pretty much, and it digs into like the uh, your thumb pad, or like the you know, like right under your thumb. Oh. And the reason the other DS didn't do that is because. Um, Rather than having the uh, thumb pad and the uh, D-pad, it had the D-pad in the middle. But the thing is, you normally use the thumb pad, and that's higher up. So you have to dig your... It has to dig into your hand. So there's a lot There's a lot of pads and thumbs involved, and it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I hate the system. It's, it's horrible. I hate... I hate... The draft. I hate, I hate it. it! I hate it! The piece of shit! Don't buy it! Uh, no, um... In all, in all honesty, I think Kid Icarus Uprising is good enough of a game to make it worth buying a 3DS. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, but that's that's just my opinion. When um, when when I come into a million pounds, that's the first thing I'll get. Well, the, they've gone down a lot in price. I I didn't get mine till after the price drop. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're not a million pounds anymore. Oh really? <laughs> game game. Uh, one of the like two of the main games. Sh- Game stores in uh, the UK, GameStation and Game, have been closing down and just slashing prices like how to many, insane levels. How many times did you oh, say yeah, the word I've heard game in that, that last uh, sentence? Well, it's <laughs> game. Game is the name of the shop, so I have to say it a million times at least, yes. so I can get free stuff from yeah. their very quickly dying company. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of uh, of 3D technology. I'm resistant to it. There will probably be a point where I'm just going to have to accept it. Um, I'm but... pretty sure it's going to die in in movies at least. Yeah, yeah I could I could see it dying does... out in movies eventually. Maybe I don't know. It could go either way. I think uh, it's not movies. Movies that are being released like um, so it was a big I, turning so... point came with Despicable Me. What bugs where me? All people went to see it in 2D than 3D. What bugs me is. Well, this is, this is a completely separate tangent. Well, not completely separate. This is a no, has nothing to do with video games. Um, 
What bugs me? What bugs me about the 3D push in uh, in movies is it's taking the spotlight. Like mo most movie theaters only have so many spots for to to feature movies, like and a lot of the times they get like the more popular ones, and there's a push for the more popular ones to feature 3D. So a lot there's a lot of movie concepts that don't work well with 3D that just sort of get thrown by the wayside. Like, I, the, the cinematography that goes into movies meant for 3D is a lot less subtle than the cinematography that goes into um, movies that really don't give a shit about 3D. And I like that subtle cinematography. Like, imagine The Graduate. Imagine, oh my god. Imagine converting The Graduate to 3D. Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me, and then her leg just kicks you in the face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, like The Graduate had very subtle, somber cinematography, and... Mm, I, I wouldn't exactly call it subtle. It's, well, it's not in your it, face. It's not yeah. in your well, face. Here's the thing. As a counterpoint for that, three, the, well, 3D uh, film is still a relatively new medium in terms of, you know, well, compared to what it used to be. Well, and it's, been it's, gonna, there's, there's, there, it's gonna be a while until directors can really fully figure out how to use it. So in the meantime, you're gonna have a lot of those rough patches where it's just gonna be unsubtle and unfun and I could I, I I'm I'll I'm behind you with on that. Mm -hmm. But behind... been, like they they have been doing three D since pretty much the dawn of cinema. They have been like the so one of the best three D movies of one that everybody touts as like an example of what you can do with 3D is Dial M for Murder. Oh, I thought you were going to say Avatar. Is... No, no, 19... 1951. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> Austin Wells movie. Absolutely brilliant film. Yeah. And, um... But the thing is, it, it, it just hasn't been as widespread. That's no. what I'm trying to get across. Yeah. And, you know, it's... It's, it's a different, different ballgame, because it's... It's a bigger it's, push. It's the difference between... Uh, Getting the composition down for sculpture versus a drawing. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that that um, what will happen to 3D. If 3D does stick around, I'm hoping what will happen to it will it'll become like the new the new IMAX, where like not all I'm, movies. IMAX not, is the new IMAX. Well, IMAX is the best way to watch movies. In well, yeah, I love IMAX too, but I, I I'm hoping that it carves itself out into sort of like a niche, kind of like IMAX does, where it's like not every movie is released for it, and it's. You know, it's kind of a special outing to go see something in 3D, and it's not like yeah. every movie is in 3D. That's what yeah, I... If, if 3D sticks around, I'm hoping that's what it becomes, is kind of like what IMAX is. Yeah, it'd be kind of a sad day to see the non-3D uh, cinema go into kind of like what black and white film has come today. Yeah. It's, it's just something that's... It's still there every once in a while, but it's... Finding a good movie is just kind of few and far between. Static, do you have anything to... Static Torch, do you have anything to add to this? You've been particularly quiet. Yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> that, is a good, that is a good sign that maybe we should move on. Uh, cinema nerds, oh you guys. Cinnamon nerds? Cinema nerds. Cinnamon, oh, cinnamon nerds. Cinnamon nerds would be awesome. I think there are cinnamon nerds. Like nerds... Really? Nerds the I, did, I didn't even mean that in... <laughs> mm, I nerds. did at one point have something to say, probably back on 3D gaming, but <laughs> I can't now. for the life of me remember what it is. It was, it was. I agree with you wholeheartedly, J Rod. Twitches. <laughs> I, I, I do agree with you on um, <clears throat> the whole 3D being like a niche thing, you know, where yeah. not everything has it. And about what Twitch has said with um, the 3DS needing to keep the slider up, mm -hmm. I myself have had to do that whenever I play a 3DS, but you know I don't own one, so yeah. it's still kind of a special thing for me. I'm kind of, I'm kind of. But... It's, just, it's just kind of strange because it's, it's just like what HD TV was for me. It's like for the longest time I didn't get it. It's just like, well, it's a nice TV, but I don't get it. But once you go back to like, it's kind of like. After I've now that I've been watching Blu-ray, I go back to DVD and I'm like, this sh the quality is just shit. How how did I deal with this? It's so flat. It's just it's one of those really odd things. 
I I don't tolerate flat things. I like I like basis against flat things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I th I think we've sort of tangentified um, 3D in uh, in movies and in video games to the extent to the fullest extent we can, or the fullest extent we really should. Um, I Pro think probably yeah. Um, Technically, it's still on topic. Yeah. It's what irks us about uh, developers. So, so essentially, what the topic was, what irks us about what like trends among uh, game developers and pr and uh, producers, whatever. Um, essentially, we've listed off misuse of DLC, 3D and uh, motion controls. That's essentially all we've gone into, but I think that covers a lot of it. The, the only thing I, I would really touch on for things that irks me about developers is when they over... Re-releasing. Re-releasing? Sorry, Re-releasing uh, the same fucking game every year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, putting a quota on a on a series. That's that's why uh, Sonic went downhill, because they, they started releasing a game or two games every year. Yeah, yeah. And to shorten the dev time, that's something else I wanted to bring up too. You just have to rush everything. I was, I was, I was going to. And then there's. I was going. I was going to mention uh, just uh, over hype, like over hyping a game, but that would that was essentially just going to be me going into my my uh, fable rant <laughs> about how incredibly disappointed <laughs> I was with the fable franchise and being like, yeah. But that's, that's that can horrible. be your new Kingdom Hearts run. You can just bring it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what that? You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of Fable. Fuck Fable. Again. <laughs> I can't lie to Fable. Fable. Fuck Fable. It had the ideas, but the execution just—it just didn't get there. The mediocre executor. Executor <laughs> Oh god, no. Oh god, it's turning to Enter Moonstream again. Okay. Hockey mans! Alright, we're already getting to another tangent, but here we go. One time on uh, Enter Moonstream, it was during his, uh, the time where he was drawing uh, turbos with Pokemon and stuff. But this one time, me and Silent just went on a pun rampage. Literally every sentence, like every time we pressed to enter for the chat room, there was a Pokemon, like, somewhere in the uh, sentence. Mm -hmm. Just like, I oh think. god, it was terrible. Did you do the classic bus joke? Hmm? Yeah, how, Did a what? How, how do you get 20 Pikachus on a bus? Pokemon. <laughs> That's the classic that we all knew at school. You know, you know how people say if you listen to a seashell, you can hear the sea? I recently made a similar discovery. If you listen to a stick, it sounds just like a tree. Come on, that's a funny joke. I don't get it. Uh, Sticks don't make sounds. Yeah, that's the point. Neither do trees. Okay. So oh, I, get, I, get it. I thought you said a steak. A steak. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so he drove a steak into his ear and he's dead. Is that it? That, no. That, that's kind of like the thought process in my head. If you like, listen to a steak, it sounds like it's meat. Just, it sounds like <laughs> cow. It's meat. Like, you know, I have. It sounds, I have, like, it sounds delicious. <laughs> if you listen to a steak, you're eating it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad joke than my one. You're a goddamn Confucian. That is an A1 joke. Alright, that, con that concludes the main topic, or at least it. That should conclude it. We've been sort of going on enough tangents about uh, game developers. But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Uh, we essentially, if we wanted to, we could bitch about game developers until the cows come home. So oh, we'd just be bitching about the same four things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could come up with more things to bitch about game developers for. <laughs> uh, so that brings us to the Turbo Club sandwich, everybody. Oh, they grow up so fast. Another dolphin. Alright, Static Torch, <laughs> Static Torch, and... A.K.A. Uh, A.K.A. Fortuna. Static Torch and Twitches. You two have to... Yeah, you both have, have to submit ideas, and we'll kind of figure out who's the best idea. 
Coffee, coffee grinds. Coffee grinds. That's not bad. Yeah. I like coffee flavor. That's static twitches. Hey, that's it's not it's, static twitches. That's it's symbolic of the late night nature, the the, the owl, uh, night owl nature of most turbos. Yeah, yeah. How it's true. necessary. All Ooh. right. So twitches suggests oh. coffee grinds. Yep. Static torch. What is your suggestion? You know, um, during the second episode, uh, you said that the sandwich is a little dry, because it was red back then. The turkey's so, a little dry! The turkey's a little dry! Dear God in heaven, the turkey's a little dry! But, so, my... <laughs> like, I just said it out loud. Water. You know, just put water on the sandwich. <laughs> water. water and all the stuff. Well, we've got enough stuff that it'll just absorb it, so that makes sense. <laughs> it's, it's gonna turn into a smoothie. It makes yeah, sense. the end we're just gonna so blend. So much for a sandwich. Let's just make it a smoothie. <laughs> Here we have the turbo sandwich, but will it blend? Tastes like smoothie. <laughs> Tastes like turbo. All right, so. Oh, but I don't water, want to taste water and coffee grinds. <laughs> well, that just makes coffee. <laughs> yes, so let's, have... <laughs> let's let's compromise and just add coffee. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there's our solution. Yeah, okay. So the ingredients now consist of giraffe, giraffe bread, MMORPG jam, a pancake, a a whole dolphin, uh, hot hot peppers, pizza crusted garlic, uh, <laughs> monkey bread, and coffee. A cup of coffee. <laughs> no, I, I want to clarify: oh. the cup of coffee wouldn't be on the side; it would be in the sandwich. Yeah, a cup. cup and all. We put the cup. In. Wait, wait! Is is the cup in the sandwich? Yes. Uh, ground cup? <laughs> no, just a cup, a whole cup, like a mug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a, a mug that just says, like, world's best sandwich on it or something. All right, no, yeah. it says, well, that's that. <laughs> it's, it's amazing because you'll have, like, shards of ceramic uh, tearing the shit out of your esophagus when you're eating it. It's just like yeah. in blood. Oh, <laughs> All it is, all it is, is like when you take your sandwiches to the beach and then you get sand in them and it's a bit grindy. Yeah, in this case, it's large fragments of ceramic cutting up the <laughs> mouth. It's mm. just like sand. It's just like make. The secret ingredient is blood. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'll be It's close. your own blood. The sandwich tastes like pain. It's <laughs> mm. uh. good. Ah. Ah. Now I'm doing Ray. I'm doing Ray Romano doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. <laughs> stay cool, bird boy. Uh. Oh, stay cool. No. All right. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the turtle. That's the Ice Age. <laughs> that's the turtle <laughs> club sandwich. <laughs> the turtle club sandwich becoming something like more it. and more deadly with every ingredient. <laughs> Well, no, coffee yeah, isn't necessarily I, deadly. We kind of gave up on the fact that it was going to be a plausible sandwich, so... Yeah. Hey, yeah. there you go. The, dol the dolphin kind of uh, makes that. <laughs> so that's been, the, that's been the Turbocast, everybody. Uh, we should probably... <laughs> oh, oh, I have... Um, am I alright plugging a thread very quickly? Sure! Thanks! <laughs> <laughs> there's um there's a, a thread on the Turbo forum on VGA uh, that's been started by Disney Video Game Chick that um is a book club Turbo book club and um I just I like the idea of having a Turbo book club where we set some books to read and we give people a few months and come back and discuss the book we've read. So if anybody wants to come and say, hey, I'm interested in that, that would be awesome, because that would be fun. 
this is a very good ending. <laughs> All yeah. right. We, we haven't had a sing-off in ages. We kind of stopped doing the sing-off. Why? Because it's such a horrendous failure. Okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna sing us off. That attitude it is. <laughs> um, All right, Bad Thoughts. If you want to sing us off, you can go. You ready? I'm going to. We'll do it. We'll do a brilliant callback. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. 